Guys, welcome to another episode of Word From Home. My name is Jem Lakian. If you're new to this channel, on this show, we speak to athletes, artists, and creatives to share their personal success stories that can inspire you guys out there, and myself included, to pursue their passions and their purpose with whatever it takes. And for those unsure of what that is right now, maybe this episode could spark that something for you to just start. Uh, make sure to give us a like below and hit the subscribe button. A little introduction of today's special guest. He's a recording artist, songwriter, and rapper out of our nation's capital. And I got to hear his music off his brother Mutu, and he has his own unique sound. Not sure, um, not sure if more sound like that in Canberra, but the uniqueness and messaging is what really got me interested wanting to speak to him today. He's Wakanda meets Black Thunder, a black mamba like Kobe Bryant, like Drewsy and Breezy <laughs> got no guidance. He works in silence like Omerta. Shaka J, welcome. Hey, brother. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm good, yeah, thanks. I love that intro. Yeah, I love, love that intro. <laughs> I heard that off your, um, I think it's Flowers, yeah? Your song Flowers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What inspired you to, um, to write that song? I think that song, yeah. It was like my first kind of, um, I'd say, biggest single mm -hmm. where I went and got like a, a, a really dope um, <clears throat> videographer to film a, like yeah, the, a, a it film is clip. I made sure that the beat was on point. And I think for me, as someone who's been in the game, but I took a big break. So I started rapping like 16, mm -hmm. took it pretty seriously in my early 20s. Then I had a massive break where I was just... I was just in a different season of life, you could say, uh, focusing on family. I, was, I got married 25 and just had other things work. Yeah. But I felt, yeah, very young. And <laughs> I, felt, um, I felt like as I just got to, into my early 30s <laughs> and I'm mid-30s now, um, there was something missing, uh, like a void in my life. And, and when I started writing again, that, that <laughs> filled that void. And it was like a, you know, it was that spark that got me going on this, sure. this journey here. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's nice to finally meet you thanks for taking your time first and foremost how have you been with lockdown and how's your family been doing oh. yeah pretty good i think like um just like a, i think most of australia like you're you're getting over the same routine um but at the same time you know it's it's also a blessing to be able to hang out with the family more it's it's just a big juggle so i work from so i work full-time as a youth worker as well in schools and so i split up my day in the morning I do my, my oldest son's work mm -hmm. and then um, from about nine to 11 and then from 12 to two 30, I, I get on and I, yeah, chat with students and try to support them as best as I can. But yeah, it's not the same without face to face. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Being there in I, person. I saw the, on your social media that you had a workshop <laughs> coming up, right? Yeah. Uh, can you yeah, speak man. more about that? Yeah. So my, so my friend, um, KG, who's the other artist that's going to be running it with me. He um, asked me about, I think it was about a month ago and said that the, the ANU School of Music were interested in us coming along well. and just, I guess, sharing how we create. So it's pretty cool. It's open from um, the ages 12 to 17. So that, that, that real young market. And, and I guess if I, can, if I can plant one little seed sure. of, of um, creativity for those kids to kind of latch onto it and take it upon themselves to chase whatever they want to do. So uh, I look forward to it. It'll be interesting. What type of workshop is it? It's, it's going to be um, a songwriter's workshop. So 
which is an interesting thing to kind of workshop, I feel, because I think creativity is so subjective and there's no like perfect right formula mm -hmm. to creativity, I feel. I feel like mm -hmm. you can have a, like a, a real structured way or a really kind of flow state way of creating. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. I think it's, it's in the end, it's the outcome of what your the actual product and yeah. what you're producing in the end. So I think I'll just share it from my perspective yeah. and what I do. And, and hopefully a few people can relate to that and, and others won't. And, that, and that's all right too. <laughs> For sure. But you, you never know who you inspire to be able to chase, like you were saying, to spark, just like Tupac said, you might spark that one person that might be able to be the next thing. You never know. Yeah. That's so it, I love man. what you're doing. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I look forward to it. It'll be a different platform and a different kind of avenue for me to take. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully I can do more. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where'd you grow up? You know, I, I know your brother moved to from work. Tell us a bit yeah, yeah. about you guys. So yeah, we, um, we were born in Canberra. So I was mm -hmm. born at old Canberra hospital. Obviously my, um, my older brother moved to his, his, oh, he's older. he's older than me. Yeah. And, um, we grew up on the north side of, of, of Canberra and then we moved when I was in year three to the south side. Mm -hmm. um, and from there we did, yeah, like we, it, it was the mum, it was mum, me and my brother the, the, the whole way really. Um, and yeah, just going to school, playing sport, all the different experiences. So definitely Canberra, born yeah, and raised. Yeah. What's it like out in Canberra? So when you say north side to south side, is there any much difference or is there like Not a really. specific area in Canberra? Yeah. You know how like out yeah, here, it's, Western it's, Sydney is a bit different to, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's like in general, I'd say all the sides of Canberra are pretty similar. Um, yeah. I think we, we moved there to start like a, at a new school um, mm -hmm. in that area that was better than the one that we're at. And from there, we just kind of, yeah, grew into, um, sports and 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 the love of the arts so we actually i think we got started in the arts because my brother was into dance <laughs> you should bring it up with the next time <laughs> you chat he, he, he used what to kind like of push the couches to the side uh hip-hop hip -hop, and okay. he'd push the the uh, the couches to the side him and some of the, the, the boys would start making up routines and then and so that was my kind of intro because yeah i think the early rappers like your mc hammers they could rap and dance yeah, so sure yeah, it's kind of inspiring. And then, and then from there, I kind of transitioned into music later on as mm. I got older. And I want to know the boys that you grew up with or your friends, what, what kind of like, what, what was their nationalities? Were you all different? Was it diverse? Yeah, pretty diverse. So yeah, we had other, um, like some of the boys are from South Africa well, and, mm -hmm. and, and other parts of Africa, like Ghana, Nigeria, Tanzania. And we, we had, um, yeah filipino aussie oh there are filipinos out there yeah 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 yep. oh, yeah yeah man yeah yeah a lot of fillers um mm. here in, in in canberra and um yeah so very diverse background man like a melting pot which which i love because you get to yeah. learn about different cultures and and that's a good thing it's always good when you're learning yeah for sure um yeah i grew up in western sydney or i live in western sydney still so everyone i'm friends with uh is everything and i love it you know I wouldn't want it any other way, being able to go out to my friend, my Chilean um, best friend's house and have South American food. I love being able to go to my FOB friend, uh, like, not FOB, but like Pacific Islander friends places and yeah. get their feeds and like my Vietnamese friends. I love, I love the, I love being able to grow up in Western Sydney. And I just feel like I'm part of not just 
you know, Australia, it, what it, Australia really is. And when you yeah. go overseas, you're not shocked by it when you go to a different country because you know different things yeah. growing up. You know what I mean? That's a blessing, man. As you said, blessing. I think, yeah, I was, I was, um, when you said Chilean, it brought back memories. Um, me and my brother would always go to, we had family friends that were Chilean and we always mm-hmm. celebrated their Christmas the midnight before. Yeah, that's and what it was we like do. this huge party, and you just a lot of food uh-huh. and eat, and people dance and having fun. And then at midnight, you'd open the presents. So in a sense, we kind of had two two Christmases because at midnight would open presents, and then we'd come <laughs> home, wake up the next morning. It was like this is the yeah. you know <laughs> that's what I mean. I wouldn't I wouldn't change that for the world because you ex- nah. you get to experience all these different things or everyone else's culture. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> it's good. Oh yeah. So so yeah. I think um early when like. I was probably in primary school living on the north side. It wasn't as diverse, but as I grew up, especially by the time I hit high school, yeah, like the school was a melting pot of, of different cultures and um, different groups, but we all kind of just blended, man. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I loved it. So when you were saying that uh, you and your brother are like, you, you guys were getting into dance and such. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously when you get into dance and hip hop dancing, the music behind it what was the type of like what, what was it that actually drove your passion into music when you were younger yeah interesting so uh, I think it kind of coincided with um my dancing but I never expressed it so I always loved the music but mm-hmm. I never like opened my mind to the possibility of can I do this yeah but um talking about um my Chilean friends it was funny they used to make um cassette tapes <laughs> so we're going back cassette tapes and i'll never forget um when i first they made me a cassette tape of west side connection <laughs> um mm. bow down and man that blew my mind and then they, they had that and and cypress seal yep and i remember listening to to, to both and this I, I was i was i was blown away um especially as a young kid with your walkman this is like next walkman, level walkman yeah but yeah 100 like you know pressing that rewind <laughs> like it's not like today so um but yeah i, I think I was always enamored with it. And then later on at, at 16, I started getting into music by simply trying so that first, that, that the first bars that you write, the first time that you actually download an instrumental yeah, and, um, yeah. and write and the feeling of like, man, I've completed something. And not that that something for the first 10 was good. It's not about yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. about like, I, I, I enjoy this enough to, to keep at it. And that's why I loved about um, doing music. Cause I got to express myself through writing. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't kind of, I wasn't limited by like, like the rules with proper grammar and stuff. I could kind of, mm. you know, mm-hmm. with music and rhyme, I can kind of be my own. I, I could find mastery in my own way, you yeah. could say. So that's what kind of sparked it for me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and when you were like 16 or, and when you started making music, what was the technology back then for you to actually create that music? Because um, maybe 10 years ago, like you were saying, you were doing cassettes, right? When I was maybe in my teens or even younger, I remember making CDs as well, like grabbing a CD from the shop and then burning yeah. it and then sending it back <laughs> yeah, or something like that. CDs. Do you remember that? Yeah, and yeah, blank yeah, CDs. That was CDs. my time. And then Kazaa, yeah. you know, downloading Kaza. MP3s. That was me. <laughs> LimeWire. That was me yeah. in my teenage years. You know? yeah, but what man. was it like? What was the, how was it to make music back then? Oh, when you first started making music, what was it like? What was the process for you? So I would say when I very first, like the very first time I was writing my first bars ever, and it was just me and, and a few of the boys just having fun. 
doing it for like, like I said, we're just doing it like um, not seriously, but 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 having a crack at it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that we 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 actually had a it was like a cassette um, player, and you could you had to obviously do it to the start of the tape, and then you you press play and record, and then we had a a, mm -hmm. a speaker stereo yeah. and it would play. So I was rapping to the cassette tape while in the background, uh, instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was mad ghetto, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. But I love that. So when you did the wrong tape, we actually had to rewind to and go it over it again. Yeah. And, and in a sense, in a funny, like ironic way, that was um, getting me prepared for recording because you didn't want to make too many mistakes when you had to mm -hmm. record and do it again. Like mm -hmm. actually have to rewind and, and record over what you've done. Yeah. So you end up getting used to doing one takes, um, quite young but yeah. i would say after that um me and my friend kg were in a rap duo called cash boys and um we, we were quite lucky so we actually worked with um a filipino producer his name was israel yeah is that and the same is what is that israel cruz no yeah one. oh it is israel cruz yeah, yeah this is the one yeah israel cruz blew up in what like 10 15 years ago he was blowing up yeah yeah um Wake up with you, uh -huh. old school love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the jams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we actually moved to Melbourne, and mm -hmm. um, we were working with him. And at the time, he was he was like signed to Sony BMG. So you had this, yeah. we were we were both rough around the edges. We weren't polished at all. Yeah. So unlike other artists that kind of got to have that that time where you kind of train in the shadows, you could say in the caves. We were working with a legit producer off the bat. So some of the first songs that we ever wrote were actually recorded. Yeah and released at, mm. at the time so it was a it was a dive in the deep end because he was pretty legit for those times like he was signed to sony bmg had singles out film clips mm. and um i'll never forget like he trained us well in in like in the booth like he was because he was pretty brutal about it because yeah. he wasn't an up-and-comer producer so yeah, yeah, yeah. he was used to a certain standard so he'd be like do it again do it again <laughs> do it again and you just had to do it again and so at the time i used to like be like man this guy is so pedantic about getting things on point mm -hmm. but obviously that pays a that plays um a part in in, in the growth i see today so yeah. all these things work out for good sometimes you know and you you still keep in contact with him are you friends no so yeah i, I haven't because i haven't heard years now yeah even yeah i think i even I, I don't know when i was younger i think i had him on facebook we're not friends or anything but i think i had him on facebook and then i was watching a few of things that he, um that was coming up but i haven't heard or seen from him no i know he's he was like when like with my dealings with him he was he lived in melbourne mm -hmm. um and then i know he moved to sydney and mm -hmm. from that time i i just i yeah, yeah lost contact and um uh, but you know god bless the dude i hope he's doing well wherever yeah. he is um sure but yeah like you just learn so much from the from sometimes diving in the deep end and that's what yeah. we had we'll just like we had a, a pretty good um, studio set up at his house. Mm -hmm. We had legit beats um, and it was just like, he was good at mixing and mastering. So we just had like a real polished product, yeah. even though our skills at the time probably weren't at his, at his production level, if you get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we kind of yeah. had a leg up because everything sounded really legit. Really good. We just had to wait until the content and our own skills and our, uh -huh. our comfortability yeah. in, in, in the booth kind of caught up to it. But yeah, uh -huh. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> So where have you performed? Where have I performed? Yeah, um, when, when, when lockdown wasn't on and life was normal, where have you performed? Like most recently? Yeah, recently or in general. Or through, in general yeah, where, where are some places you've performed? Wow, man. So I've, I've performed 
in a lot of places because, um, again, we were kind of like, we weren't officially signed to his independent label, but we kind of, actually, we were. We had like yep. a gentleman's agreement. Okay. Um, so, so me and KG as the Cash Boys, and that stood for, because his name is CAG, so it was K-A and S-H for Shaq. Not that we had money. That's why I always make that clear because <laughs> we didn't have money. <laughs> um, we got to tour with him. So he got to open up for um, Joe, like um, Joe yeah, the yeah, Stutter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we got to- No one else comes so close cool. to you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so for us being so young and being like really green, we got to um, travel. So we got to perform in Melbourne, Sydney, um, Canberra, Brisbane, and perform at clubs. So you're fresh 18. Um, and you just, you know, you're in the clubs in this little small like storeroom waiting to come out and like yeah. the promoter comes and goes, ah, oh, <laughs> 10 more minutes. So the crowd comes in 10 more minutes yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's your drink cards and stuff like that. And that's what we did for ages. So we're kind of like, I'm lucky to be able to perform on, on, on those stages. And then um, I worked for a group called, um, called Culture Break, which is like a creative arts ministry down here. And they kind of teach break dance and hip hop in schools. Right. And they used to go touring around Australia. So I've, I've, I've toured to Queensland, like rapping and dancing in schools. And just at, at the end of it, we would um, put on a free event for the communities and just, um, yeah, would speak encouragement, positivity into their life mm. and, um, and spread a good message. So I, I got to do it in Alice Springs, for instance, and, and, and Perth. So, I, and then Bro, you've we, been around all, you've been everywhere yeah. around the show. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's been cool. And then, um, what was it? Also you, no, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm very curious. What, what was it like in Alice Springs? Cause I feel like a lot of R and B artists or hip hop artists that come from the U S or even the ones that from here, they all go to Alice Springs to perform. Is there like, there's something different out there that you guys. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's interesting. Cause we didn't, at, at the time I performed at Alice Springs, that wasn't for like more, um, commercial purposes in a sense that was more for the community so it was really cool okay. to work with some of the indigenous communities out there yeah, and would cool. run like dance workshops and then we did perform at i think it was called the ala the the araluan theater out there and we uh, put on a free event again yeah. and um it was really cool because we went through all the schools over two days mm -hmm. just to, yeah we got to perform at all the schools and then um perform at that theater and again just kind of like put on something and and, and try and spread a good message man yeah, that was it that. so and perth as well perth was awesome perth was really cool yeah my and partner's then, in perth so i've been a, i've been there heaps of times so it's mad i love it i suggest heaps awesome. of, everyone from out he should go out there if they've never been it's real cool i think when i one of my big regrets was it when we were in perth it was so busy the itinerary was so busy i didn't get to explore. like enjoy and explore mm, yeah. um yeah but seeing like the white sand it was i it was nice and it had a different feel to it perfect yeah. like the it, weather i like the weather man yeah. like it, it was nice um a bit isolated from the rest of the country but nonetheless it's beautiful it's a, on that side it's it's a good place and yeah and, and, and just to go back one of the other cool shows i did was with that same company culture break i got to represent australia at the world expo oh wow with the head in um in shanghai and that was cool i think that was 2006 no 2000, 2012 oh, i don't wow. know yeah yeah no Earlier than that, 2009 or 10, sorry, it, it was, I, I was thinking, I was, because I got married after that in 2010, mm -hmm. so it was before mm -hmm. I got married, but that was really cool, so each kind of country had a pavilion, a huge pavilion, and yeah. you'd 
the whole point was people get to go to choose pavilions and get to experience that country in, in different ways. Yeah. And at the end of it, they'll come out to this foyer and they'd get a performance. And that's what yeah. we did. And so it was hectic. There. We did like 18 shows in six days and then just flew well, all around Shanghai. No, in that one area. So that it was one. like that World Expo was huge. I didn't know like before that I'd, I'd never heard of a World Expo, to be honest. Um, and when it, so you had like the German, like the German pavilion, this pavilion and like all the uh, countries and you just, you have tourists from all around the world just coming there and, and kind of experiencing. So some people would wait like four hours in line for like, you know, to go to like the African nations pavilion. And then you go in there and they have different like store setups and different experiences That's and cool. art, music playing from that culture, the costumes. It was really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So you had like in South America, you had, you had, you had like, the, like that, like dance performances and stuff like that. And you kind of got a taste of, of um, each oh, country. That was the whole point of it. So that was a really cool experience too. But again, I didn't get to explore Shanghai much. It was, it was 16 shows, you know, 18 shows in six days and then just fly back. And it was crazy. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool that rapping has been able to take you all over the world and all over Australia essentially too. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> and with Moot too, with Moot yeah. too as well. So he, he had his stage as a, as a solo R&B artist. He probably doesn't <laughs> talk about it much, but no. you, you bring it up. Bring no, he, it tells up. Me, <laughs> he tells me that he produces beats, you know? Yeah, he does. I know yeah, that. Yeah. I know that, but yeah. I never knew he, would, he could sing. Man. Uh, he good? <laughs> dude, He's good, eh? You, yeah. yeah if, if, if you go on YouTube now and you look up a song, like, <laughs> not now, not now, but after this, yeah, check out one called Familiar. And um, he's got a lot of, yeah, he's got a few songs. Tell one called Emergency. He's got a few that, yeah, so he did film clips and everything. And so um, he performed as well and got to like tour around and perform in yeah, different right. cities. So that was another inspiration for me, but I couldn't sing. So I, 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 yeah. I stuck to rapping. <laughs> you know, I told my, I told my partner and my sister and everyone that I meet when I was young, I could sing. And then like at 14, 15, I went to this youth camp and for the weekend I lost my, I lost my voice and everything. Like I, I went cra- and I lost my voice. And after that, I've never been able to sing. Like I broke my voice. But I tell people I've always been, I was always able to sing when I was young, but I, it was done after that. Wow. What, mm. Like, did you ever find out I what happened? Have, was it just like a, no, just, a sickness I must or something? Have, I, I must've just smashed my voice, like from laughing and yelling and whatever from that youth camp after that. You know, I, I try and think as well that maybe, um, <laughs> Maybe God didn't want me to have that talent because I would have been bad with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been talking too, but I would have been doing it all the bad ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's Everything funny you say that because uh, it's funny. Like that's a perfect um, segue in, in into a different stream of thought because I I um when I first got into music there was a there was a time mm-hmm. where um at the time I kind of I kind of got into music I started taking like faith semi-serious at that point and it was interesting like not that it was very prominent in my life at that stage Mm -hmm. but um i i always say to like um a good friend of mine that was around those days i would say um there was a few years there where i would have given like an arm and a leg to make it as a famous rapper and like you'd like a stereotypical rapper like like jewelry illuminati you like, give like it up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like jay-z big pimping video uh-huh. and on the yacht like yep. that was my that was my dream and now i look back in hindsight and i'm like thank thank you god for not giving me that because that would have been a disaster Bad, like, yeah. a, like, <laughs> chaos man <laughs> and so it's now that i don't have that like as a treasure in my heart to attain 
now it's funny like I just, i'm so much more at peace with doing music now for like yeah. a better reason yeah, than just more, to be like mm, look at me purpose. yeah yeah i try and think you almost... <laughs> now you go sorry no no i was just gonna say uh I probably would have been at festivals and I would have had my own guitar and just been singing in the corner there while girls would come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the acoustic mean? guitar, man. Yeah. That would be coming, you know? <laughs> just serenade these girls. But, um, but yeah, well, just, that, that wasn't just, in God's plan. So, you know, you got to let go and let God. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> I feel that time that I had off was, was, um, was that. I was kind of like, yeah, married at 25 and just like, getting into working um, the career as, as a youth worker and just all these different things. Um, That's cool. I just had a different focus and it just wasn't with music for, for a good reason. And, and I feel that was, um, yeah, a training ground, I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I think if, in a, if earlier or during that time period, I had a sniff of success in, in, in music, I just think it would have railroaded me because I know my yeah. character and I'm honest with myself. But you it's know? cool that, you know, it's cool that, you're still doing music and it's for a different purpose anyway, you know, even yeah. some people when they get into something, you know, or some people that are starting and then, you know, when say like right now for, for me, in instance, I'm doing these podcasts right now and it's getting a thousand views. He 8,000 views. He a hundred views sometimes, That's you know awesome, what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like a hundred views, like, and sometimes some people that would deflate them, but I'm, I'm seeing it as more, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying meeting new people like you that are passionate yeah, about yeah. the things that they love. They love music and they're just going for it, you know? Um, yeah. I think some people would be deflated, but there's people like you that you'd never, it wasn't that you didn't reach that success in a way, but you're still chasing or you're still going and still doing the things that you love. You know what I mean? hundred percent, man. I, I feel like um, with myself and, and this music journey, it's like, it sounds cheesy when I say that music is like therapy for me in a sense, mm -hmm. it's a way to express. So yeah. I kind of look at it like it's, it's, I work in schools as a youth worker. That's very fulfilling. It's mm -hmm. very um, taxing too at, at times, yeah. emotionally. Um, but music helps me kind of express for sure. me like, like myself in, in, a, in a different way where I can yeah. articulate those feelings and yeah. encapsulate different emotions and, and and i feel like um i do it for that and and just for a, a bigger cause man so yeah i don't i know what you're saying a lot of people yeah. do get deflated by those instant like it's just not instant gratification mm -hmm. like they don't have that mm -hmm. they they get deflated but i yeah whether my song gets i i i was put it this way i put up a post about my debut album ragged saint and i said i remember saying to my wife i would be genuinely happy if 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 like 500 or a thousand people just heard this whole yeah. album it's like 16 mm -hmm. songs mm -hmm. and whatever and um so whether it's it's 10 streams to whatever like 10,000 it's it's to me it's just whatever like yeah. it's 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 more than that and that's why I'm so at peace with doing music now whereas I think before when I was younger in my early 20s when I wanted the big pimpin video <laughs> um yeah I was just in it for the wrong reason and mm -hmm. yeah like the spirit behind it was wrong it was I want to, I want to make it so I can show people that like that, that they didn't believe in me. It was like a negative energy driving it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'm so, that's why I'm, I'm genuinely thankful that, yeah, God was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. But you like, it, 
in that way i can see but you're able to you're doing these workshops now you're working with exactly the right telling them yeah you're inspiring them to be able to do whatever they want to do as well so you're and what you're doing is the expression that you're saying is able to like go into yeah music. and just and just have deeper meaning because we because yeah. because we all know like i love hip-hop and, and 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 rap but like um yeah i i feel like when i put out music it's just it's it's different lane um now, I have elements of other lanes, but it's not, it's, it's different. Like, not everyone can be um, a gangster rapper, you know? <laughs> so, like, you need people to kind of have different expressions, different ways. And I feel like I fit that, that market. So. Yeah, and it's being you. And your, um, what do you call it? Your, your type of sound is, uh, what are those rappers called? Conscious, like a conscious rapper, you know? You, you, you speak of the things that you go through and yeah. what you're experiencing um 100%. yeah what speaking of expression what are, what's your thoughts on the on today's australian hip-hop scene well what do you love uh, like well what do you like about it or what do you think about it i've got like a real gray area about it like like i feel like in one sense i really love that it's becoming more prominent yep in a global market because i because i feel like we have a lot of talent here uh-huh. um i liked it from like your, your artists like your like the 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 Aussie hip hop like, like your your spit syndicates and and listen esos like like I like some of their songs and I like it to some of the the stuff now like that's more modern it's a bit more diverse mm-hmm. um, I think it took a while for us to kind of have representation from yeah. diverse backgrounds in the, the Aussie scene for a while yeah so I'm glad that's happening um um and I like the overall production and just the overall skill level then on the other side there's like some of the messaging in it is is mm, is yeah can be negative you know what i mean so yeah. i kind of hold things in tension so there's certain songs but I, I, i'll be like i can see that um lyrically i like it i can see that you're great songwriters the way you express it the beat's awesome mm-hmm. your like your cadence and flow that you use i love it your punchlines, mm-hmm. all that stuff's great but i might not necessarily agree with like um shanking someone for instance yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what i mean yeah. like it's it's so it's like that it's like I can hold those the, those two things in, in, into tension. I don't have to throw it all out. For sure. So overall, I think I'm, I'm I really like where the the Oz scene is, and I think it's only going to get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And there'll be different people from all different kind of lanes coming mm-hmm. out. So there's still there's still so much more space for different um, types of rappers to come out and express themselves. So I'm just waiting for that to happen, man. But um, at the moment, I think it's in a healthy place, and there's yeah. a lot of artists out there killing it. You know. I think that's what hip hop's all about. Exp- like expression ever since the, the dawn of time when it first happened yeah. they were just expressing what, whatever was happening in the hoods or in in for us in our areas and yeah. they're able to say what's been going uh what's happening and everything that they'd like to express um but i i too agree that the violence is kind of you know we grew up but well, i'm mid I'm late 20s now, you're mid 30s, but we grew, mm. I grew up with like some of the boys, but we didn't have that type of rap that was going out there. But, you know, if you see TikTok now or on YouTube, <laughs> it's everywhere. And their posts, bro, they've got the kids in high school. A lot of the kids that are growing up look up to these guys and they've got them on a string. Yeah. But, like if they're saying message, their messaging is saying shank and this, that, it's yeah. going to, even some of these kids, uh, some of the ki- these kids are kind of 
are kind of lost in that way. They need someone to look up to. But then if you're going to tell them, like, if you blah, 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 shank them if you're, if you're not feeling some type of way about them, you can see yeah, yeah. what's been happening. There was a shanking. There was one like two weeks ago. I look at it and I go, man, it's not good. Um, not yeah. just not good, it's but sad, man. I was reading some of the comments on TikTok and some of the comments were like, um, let's smoke this person's pack. You know, the person that passed away. Yeah, gosh, man. And I yeah. was like a person, like a kid who was 18, which is literally 10 years younger than me. So has just has passed away in this life and people are still making like you know what i mean like it, it's not even insensitive i know at, at a yeah. young at a young age you don't think at a young age you don't really think about your some people don't really think about their future that like you got so many years to come like we're still man even me at 28 i feel like i still i've got a lot and long long way Bruh. to go you know what i mean like I'm long just time starting. man and these guys That's are just, just about to start life you know finish high school and- and then, that's sad man that's so sad yeah. and rest in peace to that young fella it's yeah. just it's horrible it's, um you know what's even crazier out here it's about postcodes they yeah, are doing yeah, i know yeah it's, they it's, are doing it's, what's happening um like you're a few kilometers away and that's enough reason to kind of possibly uh, like you know lose young souls on the streets it's it's, it's yeah it's sad guys, there's man more and, to, and, there's there's more to life there's there's, there's more to life and you know what? Uh, like, when you guys g- grow up a little bit, maybe th- even three years from now, four years from now, these friends of yours that you're hanging out with, a lot of them, you're not going to be friends with them no more because you're going to be doing things in your life. You yeah. know what I mean? You'll 100%. be doing, yeah. It's you'll be a, doing it's, new it's, things. You'll be, ex- you'll be experiencing new friends and new things and you'll grow and, and life is just beginning and for you guys to just be you know out there and you know um having fights and putting yourselves in trouble just because you know you guys are still young it's crazy there's more there's so much more i think it's yeah i think it's easy to get caught up in um the hype and the fascination Mm. around certain like lifestyles but it, it hits different because that kind of stuff, it actually goes down. As you said, someone has lost their life. It's real. And I uh-huh, think it's real. when you're young, like, especially like young dudes, I have to say there's a, like, there's, <laughs> there's a few years where the air of invincibility can come across. Oh, yeah. Like you just feel like you're fresh 18, you hit yeah. the clubs and you think you're the man and that no one's going to test you. And you're just yeah. in it for a surprise, a world of surprise. Um, people mm-hmm. will test you mm-hmm. and you won't like when they test you. So I, I always, if you, like my whole point is, and, and philosophy is avoid like like avoid that from the start. If you sure. can avoid it from the start, man, that's the way to go. Because once you're in it, it's one, it'll be hard to get out. Yeah. And two, those that you've hurt um, while in it don't necessarily have a timeline on you getting out. It's yeah. not like if you change your life around, that's yeah. hey, God bless you, that's great. But the person that you beat up a year ago might be like, it's still fair game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you change your life and you get out and then you're, you know, like you're in the mall or you're shopping with your missus or something like that. And then you get rolled up on, um, there is no, Hey, I'm changed. Like yeah. you don't get to kind of dictate that now yeah. once you've kind of sowed that seed. Yeah. And it's not really being about like, who's tough or I'm not, I'm not going to be a bitch and blah, blah, blah. And mm. one little mistake is going to change the pathway of your life. You don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Life's hard as it is when everything is good is. you know what i mean like when <laughs> yeah, life is yeah. hard as it is uh, life is hard as it is when everything's good and you're doing good things you don't want to add more 
by no. getting into that kind of thing. Who yeah, would you yeah. say has influenced you as an artist? Well, who's, yeah. Mm. Who as an artist has... Yeah, I would say, I have to say definitely Lupe Fiasco was huge. Oh, okay, okay. Lupe Fiasco was huge. Yep. And, uh, and J. Cole, J. Cole too. See, I... I was ha- I had it in my head. I go I was, whenever I listen to your music, I'm like, hundred percent. He is a J Cole fan. I can hear. I love J Cole. Yeah, oh, me too, and, bro. And I feel like like certain styles just like I'm naturally you kind of um orb towards. So I've always loved Kendrick. For instance, I love Kendrick, but mm-hmm. um I love Kendrick. But for some reason, what J Cole, what he raps about, Different. and the way he does it, it just connects with me better. Different. It just does. And so like. Whereas I have some people like, I swear Kato, I swear Kato. Mm. I like them both, but when it comes down to it, man, J. Cole is... I like Kendrick, like, but... I think, yeah, he's his next level for me. Yeah. And Lupe Fiasco was huge too. Again, yeah. and you notice with Lupe, he was a bit different. Like, he, his song Kick Push, he's like a skater. <laughs> he's nerdy. He loves martial arts. He loves anime. These are things I love. So I love all those things. I love mm-hmm. martial arts. I me love too. anime. I love, yep. I love when you see um, Lupe Fiasco training with his wooden sword. In his, in his Instagram. I love all that stuff. And so it was just kind of, it was kind of showing that kind of like when Kanye West was first in the scene. Um, what I liked about Kanye back then was that when he wore the backpack and he dressed differently, yeah. he, he didn't have a tough p- persona, you know, his first album, College Dropout. It's not like a, it, it's, it's not a gangster title. He had a different way of expressing himself. And I think that not everyone's a monolithic community. Like it's, it's, yeah, you might look the same, but you might have different ways of expressing. And I feel like, those rappers for me kind of showed that you can do that mm. and, and do it well. <clears throat> yeah. And they, um, with, in regards to J Cole, man, some of his albums are like the soundtrack of my growing up, especially, you know, Forest Hills Drive. Forest Hills Drive. Oh. Bro. That's a classic to me. Good. It, it really is. Um, I think I really like Born Sinner too. I think Born Sinner had probably like, too many songs to be considered a classic, but if you took away a few songs, I love Born it Sinner. Be a classic. Yeah, yeah Born those, Sinner, two, those are my two favorite my, of J. Cole. And that title song, Born Sinner, from the mm-hmm. album, I love that song. Um, when the choir comes in at the end, man. Um, I liked KOD. I liked, um, I thought there were some good songs there. I, I, yeah, I'm a fan, man. So I, it's, I haven't come across a J. Cole project that I didn't like. Even, um, for your eyes only, I like I for love, your eyes only. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And 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 some people were a bit skeptical of for your eyes only. No, I love me, man. For, for your for your eyes Sto- only. The storytelling, mm-hmm. it was it was beautiful, man. The concept album. So, yeah, he's and I like that he's not on 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 social media as much. He's a bit of an enigma. Yeah, I that's like him. That. I love these guys. Just They've him. just been themselves. You know? <laughs> yep. Who's your Mount Rushmore of rappers? slash hip-hop artists so you got four you gotta pick so i know you got j cole and lupe so that's it yeah and so you can only have four yeah and you got (laughs) only two more man if when you say it like that i'm gonna i'm just gonna have to go in the uh, i've got a new york bias a little bit when it comes to to rap Uh you know not basketball hell no Ah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) love the jersey lake show yeah yeah um I'm, I'm going to say Nas and Jay-Z because I've, I've loved like both their first albums, uh, Reasonable Doubt and Illmatic are both classics. Mm-hmm. Um, Nas is just so poetical. Um, he, he's just a, a legend, a real wordsmith. And Jay-Z, 
his first few albums were very like super lyrical and then when he kind of branched yeah. out and as he says in um oh, what's the song is it public service no moment of clarity where he, he says i dumbed down for my audience double my dollars you know mm. they criticized me for get the oh yeah holler i loved it because yeah. he's his yeah like he's he's actually admitting to you and we said truthfully i could rap like um talib kweli and and and, and common and and now i sold 10 mil i haven't been rum since common since like I, I, mm-hmm. I love that he's kind of admitting that and i think that he's done a good job of adapting to the times so as he like i like that his last album 444 it was some grown man it. kind of shit loved you know what i mean it. he was teaching grown man shit yeah <laughs> educational um yeah. he's putting you on game <laughs> and if he had come out like with some he's like like old school jay-z stuff, painting he goes yeah yeah he's painting <laughs> <laughs> bought it for two I million. Love that. <laughs> Next year, that, like the- <laughs> four million. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's spitting game, man. Yeah. Talking about like free, certain free investments knowledge. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think that's cool because if he had in that time, um, one second, if he had in that time, um, came out with stuff that was like young, rich. I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on like a, uh, yeah, I'm on a private jet kind of stuff. You're like, I've heard that yeah, before. Heard it. So it, it was kind of with, the, he kind of adapted to the, to his age and time. And I think that's something cool that I just, I'm looking forward to doing that. I, you know, yeah. there'll come you a time to. where I'll have more convictions sure. and I won't want to come across a certain way. So yeah, I got it. I loved 444. And I also love Nas's new album. I was just telling Bro. my mate, his new album, he was able to, when you speak, when you talk about adapting, he was able to adapt him himself into today's rap and he did it seamlessly without sounding like he was trying too hard to be like these guys today he was kind of like doing a play on them at the same time he wasn't like belittling them but he, he still ma- made it sound so nas but for today yeah with it because obviously the beats were different but i i was listening to it i go well wow, this is this might be the best old school rapper that's done a album since 444 yeah i i i that's and it, that's hard to argue with man because yeah. i feel like one knock that that nas had at a at a certain point in his career is it's never his lyrical ability that's just that's gonna be always good but it was his big choices yeah and i feel like jay-z always worked with like your, your tim bland's neptunes he kind of was mm-hmm. he he chose that's his beats guys. well yeah, yeah i think good. nas had always had like a good message a good skill but some of the beats like the canvas he was painting on some of them were a bit questionable and i think the last few albums uh king's yeah king's disease one and two he's as you said he's kind of going okay i'm gonna work with mm. i'm pretty sure it's Hitmaker. Hitmaker. Mm-hmm. yeah and, it was, um, Hitmaker was a lot of it you could hear the sound yeah, of today it was nice epic man i loved it and you're right because his skills it's gonna adapt and transfer and the truth is he'll do it better um than others it's kind of mm-hmm. like when j cole i mean on, on, on his most recent album um the off season when he kind of does that thing he's singing with the auto tune and stuff he can do it better because he's mm-hmm. just a better artist his pen's better in general so when he jumps in your beat and goes adapts to the kind of current style when he wants yeah. to do it he can do it and he does it like at a next yeah. level yeah yeah it's awesome bro i want to ask um so you've got j cole uh j cole lupe fiasco jay-z and nas yeah um yeah solid mine would be more park um yeah yeah i mean j cole yeah love drake 
yeah, I don't know if you're yeah. a Drake fan, but I love Drake nah. and what he's meant to the to hip hop the past what decade now, three and uh, I can oh it's either Big Sean or I like I love Big Sean, Big Sean. Goes I like Big Big Sean is I, I feel he gets slept on a bit yeah. in terms of like when he whenever you hear conversations it's always Kendrick Drizzy J yeah, Cole yeah. as and I'm like Big Sean, Big Sean he's yeah. he's like. Yeah. on the edge of just being in that kind of yeah. mix so that's that's my like kind Sean, of man. I'm, I'm i'm trying to think i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i've said some i've said this on a podcast before who my mount rushmore was but definitely yeah. park at number <laughs> one so you can't that's that's my one hey what, what i did like biggie you, too i mean biggie, yeah biggie, i mean yeah i know i i love park because he meant more for you know he was timeless in his own way uh, not his yeah. in his own way. He was he was timeless. You can li- I listened to him yesterday. I I have like a Tupac Thursday, and I'll go for runs yeah. listening to Tupac. And um, that's all. Yeah, it's, what he what it's he like, says still means relevant. Twenty one years, uh, no, maybe even more now. Twenty five, uh, twenty five years since he passed away. Yeah. No, yeah. and it's still he's timeless. And I I watch his interviews. Uh, I've watched them countlessly and the things he says like things on his re- about religion and his faith mm. like it, it it resonates with what i believe in as in you know i i was born and raised a catholic but at times you, you have to think why is it that there's all these poor people on the streets of new york or say in the streets of sydney but then we have these big cathedrals out in the city. Why can't they house them? Like, why do we need big gold ceilings to pray to our God? Why do I need to go into church to pray to my God when I can pray to him right now? And it's between me and him, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Our faith yeah, is between man. me and him. And it doesn't have to be these big multi-million dollar churches that we have to be in um, while there are people agree, starving bro. and people are starving and need shelter. And you don't have to, yeah, I, I think when you when you're praying to um you know to god it doesn't need to it doesn't need to be through another no. uh, human either you yeah. see so i feel like yeah and and yeah there's definitely questions around like where is where are you where yeah where i gotta be careful here but where's your your heart as you said because if you're seeing obvious need and um there's a solution to it but you know there's a lot of money being put into different things as you said stuff that is not is not necessary yeah. yeah um it's it's definitely questionable so a lot of, I feel a lot of that, bro. yeah a lot of re- a lot of religion is political a lot religion is man-made compared to so when i say when people ask me if i'm religious i'm not really religious but i have a strong faith in god i i believe god is there and jesus and i believe that everything if you do good in this world you will be blessed if you do bad things may happen to you so that's what that's what i believe in and everyone, and that's the thing. I think everyone has their their own personal. Um, yeah, I think faith's one of those things. It's it's very personal. Yeah, um, personal. A, a lot of people have different worldviews and mm-hmm. and different thoughts and philosophies. And yeah, I th- I, th- I think the big thing is is we need to get rid of the myth that you like you can disagree with people and be super respectful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's missing in in today's day and age. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so when I say like. When, when I personally say, um, when I personally say religion's man-made, I, I'm saying it in the way that everyone has their own beliefs. Everyone's different, right? I have friends that are Muslim. I have friends that are Sikh. I have friends that are this and that. Mm. Just because they believe that and I believe this doesn't mean they're wrong and I'm right. 
like we can agree to disagree we don't even have to agree to disagree we can just respect each other and everyone's like hey, just be good just be a good person that's all i think yeah i think that's one of like the <laughs> the big keys is um like to what you just said then was um yeah i, I think you can have different different beliefs and i've had dialogue with people of different faiths and it's been awesome and at, yeah. not only that i feel like it's it's um like we get to to, to to points which are which you can't reconcile but the but the beauty thing is it is what it is it like you don't really matter it, i think it doesn't we, mean that we can't hang out and be friends you see what i mean but i think crazy i think Some with social media so, yeah i think with social media and the way that we're going it's very tribalistic so i think it's like unless you kind of believe everything i believe then we can't be yeah, around each other like, that's I hate crazy that. to me i hate that it's I really hate odd that. to me we're different everyone's yeah. different just because some people believe in some people believe in this political party blah blah, blah. i hate uh, <coughs> i hate that we're going on into this and then people are canceling you because you believe in that side blah 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 yeah no See, they've done it with the vaccinations silly. i don't want to bring it more into it but i'm just saying we can yeah just respect each other and just be a good person that's all i think yeah i've obviously <laughs> during during the time that we that we're in now i've definitely seen that i actually put it something and i rarely dabble into this stuff on my like in my instagram story but i did but i just wrote saying like there's echo chambers everywhere on social media yeah that are gonna that are gonna like, confirm your bias that you have and yeah. i think once you start thinking that the people on the like i'm on the right side of history and uh, that that person on the opposite side mm. is is a loser that, that it is ignorant and is this yeah. and that and uh, you you're already kind of blinded yeah. to, to hatred so yeah. i just feel like you can have um irrespective no like you might have differences that you can't reconcile and that's fine we could you, you still can be respectful and loving to be people. respectful for sure yeah yeah i agree with crazy, you bro uh shaka who would you like to see on this podcast um we're coming to the end of this now but who would you like to see on our pod on my podcast or on this podcast on our platform um and before you give us an answer now that you know what this podcast is all about you've got to help me get them on Whew. <clears throat> this is a hard one man mm -hmm. i'll be honest mm -hmm. um you know who, who are, I love MMA fighters. <laughs> and I, I think someone that is, that I think is an inspirational figure because of his humility is Rob Whitaker, man. <laughs> I, I need Rob to get Whitaker. Rob on. Do you know Rob? Rob's awesome. No, I don't. I don't. I, don't. I wish I did, bro. But um, I just think he's, he's awesome. And I know that he does stuff like do jujitsu in the community too yeah, that helps yeah. out people. And I just think that's awesome. Like using martial arts to bring, um, I didn't even yeah, think of that. I need to get Rob on. Yeah, I'm put this out there. I'm gonna put this out there on a on a little clip. We're gonna get Rob on. Yeah, man, get him on. I think he's mad inspirational, and uh, he's a hell of a fighter too. So, he's yeah. Good what do you dude. think? What do you think? Speaking of um, MMA, before we finish and wrap it all up. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of MMA, what are your thoughts on John Jones? All right, bro. Hey, look, look, before you start, I'm going to say yeah. he's my all-time favorite fighter. Yeah. Uh, UFC fighter since yeah, I was I in, since high school. And that's like 11 years ago now. But you can, think, you can continue on the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I will. I just want to add on to what you said then because you emphasize fighter. And I think that's the thing. I think 
you can objectively like someone's skill in something. I can be like this basketball player is mm -hmm. the most amazing athlete, great yeah. shooting, great defense on, on both ends of the game, yada, yada, yada. But maybe their character outside of it is something that I wouldn't vibe with. And that's okay. Because when you're watching sport, as, as you know, like, yes, obviously, it's in an ideal world, you want to be inspiring and, and, and awesome as a well-rounded human being. But I think sometimes the media does put craziness on, on like athletes sure. to be like, to always be at, at, at a level where we worship. So like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're going to fail. They're going to fail at times and you don't want it to kind of set you off the, off the railroad because you're, you're so attached to them. Um, what was the question? Sorry. I got John I got Jones. John Jones. So yeah, what, what I think John, John Jones, Jones is one of the most talented um, MMA fighters in the universe. I think, you know, becoming when he was became the youngest champ and he destroyed Shogun. One of my good mates loves Shogun. He was yeah. devastated. He then choked out my favorite fighter of all time. Leota Machida. Leota Machida. I thought he killed him. Um, the way he dropped like a sack of potatoes, bro. I'll never forget it. It's like etched in my brain. Such a Everyone. young talent. Everyone. He's, he's, we can keep he, going down the list. You can go down the list of killers. All and he's fought. He's fought the death row of fighters. Like, all and the famous. And he's finished people. He's submitted black belts. He's, he, you know, like he's, he's ground and pounded really strong, like wrestling base fighters. He's just, he is a, a legit talent. Um, unfortunately, the character, man, and the demons that he's facing is something that you can't sweep under the, the rug, you know, heaps. Just because like, yeah, I, I was actually chatting to, to um, my brother about it. And he used to be a big <laughs> Jones fan. Like he was the dude before, like when he was about to fight Ryan Bader, for instance, Moot was a dude going, he's going he's gonna to run to this dude. And I was going, oh, no, Ryan Bader's a pretty good wrestler. You know what I mean? I was that guy. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah. it. Um, and we're just chatting about just, yeah, it's just disappointing, man, because I feel like for someone that's so blessed with talent um, and someone who's, who's like such, such a, like a, a, next, a next level athlete in his sphere, I just feel like your avoidable decisions outside of the cage. It's just, yeah, it's just disappointing, man. So that's what, how I genuinely feel about him at the moment. Just, it's just disappointing to see such a rise and fall and such a, someone who's, who's talented and I'm sure like has done in the past and can do still a lot of good, but just keeps on making bad decisions. Like, um, of course. And, and the most recent one is, is it's just not a good look. Disgusting, bro. Yeah, um, I'm a yeah fan. that's the word. It's disgusting. disgusting. I, I'm a fan. I think it's a blessing and a curse, something that we'll never be able to understand, uh, to really understand what he goes through. As in, he's got the highest of highs, but I think his mind ticks a different way to what you and I, to how you and I are. Like, yeah. our, our minds are nothing to his in a way, man, no one can beat me in the cage, right? No one can beat me. I'm undefeated. and I, No one can beat me in the cage. And he's never had any repercussions for what he's done outside of the cage too yeah so he, yeah, he yeah. must think in his mind like i am unstoppable i'll do whatever i want and he probably and he can't handle his drink as well i no. love him i love him like he's my favorite ufc fighter but you see this you're like okay he's not my goat you know like he's my favorite yeah. as in <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, my yeah. favorite fighter as in skills wise and in the cage he's the best but he's not my goat my goats show like integrity they show they show yeah. um you know they're inspirational they're they're good in the community like my favorite basketballer is right there at the at the back kobe and then manny pacquiao like 
they inspire millions around the world to do good. Yeah, real talk. And then there's John Jones. And I can't just be like, I'm sure he's helped a lot of people in this community as well. But the when he gets on the drink or whatever he does, the extracurriculars. Yeah, yeah bro. It's, it's and kinda, it's it's like we're not talking small things either. This is like uh-huh. like I'm talking like, yeah, like when you you you're under the influence and you crash a car, break a yeah. pregnant chick's arm, run away from the scene, and then all get caught drink driving and shooting a pistol in the sky for, for the fun of it. And man, it's like, you know, and what I found that was a bit scary, I guess, reading the police statement in this recent one, when he said to the police, like, he was saying, like, um, he just got inducted know, into the Hall of Fame, just into the Hall of Fame. And, and, and then you, you had this incident with your, with your partner, which, yeah. which I won't get into. But then when you're arrested and you start saying to the police, you know, I reckon you guys couldn't like hurt me. <laughs> if I wasn't in cuffs, I could take you on at the same yeah, time. Right. That's like a, I'm thinking like real character flaws, like that yeah. tendency to go there's dark, bro. Like it's his ego. <laughs> that's like, what I was saying. His yeah. mind's different. Yeah. And you're right. I think he, he, for what he's done, he's never really like, apart from like um, getting docked some pay and having to like not be able to compete. He really yeah. hasn't kind of um, gone through which, like your average person would go through for all the things he's done. You know what I mean? So you're yeah, right. Yeah. He, I don't think he's really, he's, he's never learned. Yeah. And his mind is just different. When he, when he thinks of things, it, yeah. it would be different. It would um, be different. I, yeah. And that might be the, and that might be why he's such a, an animal in the cage and that, as well. It is. It is so the reason it why. Is. It's just it's like another Mike Tyson kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Shaka, what's the plans for you after lockdown's all over? Yep. Uh, after lockdown man it's, it's gonna make it's gonna be a few different things i'm gonna get used to being back in the workforce like actually on the, on, on the grounds yep. a lot more music man and i'm gonna try hit it hard um just to kind of just keep in people's faces and do it for me as i said I, I ultimately do music um for a bigger purpose a bigger purpose and to kind of fulfill like other things within me and and i'm i'm, I'm loving that kind of um, journey i'm on so i feel like a lot more music um and just getting used to to normality and and a new normality though i've i've kind of squared away that it's going to be here for, be different. For, yes it's going to be different it is what it is but i think if i can get to the stage where the music is coming out consistently and i get to perform um on a few more stages mm-hmm. that's a blessing in itself for me you know what i mean yeah for sure that's the plan hey. I want to give you your flowers while you're still here. Just like your song. Everyone check out his song Flowers on YouTube and on Spotify. My uh, at the same, you know, I want to give you flowers while you're here. I want you to, I want to really say thank you for sharing your story with our platform and also for being a, an inspiration to all these kids that you help out on the daily. And, you know, you, I, I believe that you should just keep going because I want you to be able to say that you succeeded in this. Like, you, yeah, see, I know what you, mean. you know what I mean? You know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, I, I want you, you to mean. get that because it'll be able to inspire even more people in that way. Yeah. You bring value, yeah. bro. You bring, you bring value. And I say it like, I actually, I, I don't want to be just talking to anybody. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, nah. I don't like talking to just anybody. <laughs> um, I, I like seeing people that are really passionate about what they do and they inspire inspire me as well to do the things that i want to do and pursue so i'm just saying um i want to 
just keep going because I want to see that. I want to see that track. I want to be on, I want to be there. And I do want to be able to meet you in person as well. I wish we could have done this in person, but you know. Yeah. Oh man, anytime. Like when stuff kind of like, yeah, like when the borders, like when the borders open up, man, and I go to visit um, Mutu Asa and, and yeah, the young we'll, one, you know, we'll kick it'll, it be, for sure. it'll be nice. Yeah. We'll I want to kick sure, it. But thanks. But thanks for those words, man. Um, I really appreciate it. And I, I want to say too, I think what you're doing is awesome, dude. And I think, as you said, the heart behind it to spark um, hope and encouragement um, into the next generation, dude, is, mm. is it's awesome. It's next level stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel like we need more of that. So I love your platform and I hope, man, I, yeah. Thanks, brother. That, you know, it's that you keep being a blessing to others and, and grow. Thanks, brother. Sure. You too. You know, and I just want to say like, you know, some artists don't get the recognition that they deserve. You definitely deserve that. And um that's why I love being able to speak to you today. I love, I love what you're doing. And thank you again. You know. Anytime, bro. Anytime, man. I'll come back on one day for sure. For sure. But we'll do it in person. I'll, go, I'll get the whole setup and um, we'll have people around and we'll have a drink together. That'd be sick. Yeah. 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 I'm hey, down. Shaka, how can, how can our viewers um, check you out? Where can we find you? Yep. So um, on Spotify, under Shaka J, mm-hmm. Instagram, at Shaka J Music. And they're my two main kind of things that, that I'm pushing at the moment. So YouTube, you can also find me on YouTube as well for the, yep. for the, for the music videos. So yeah, man, check it all out. And, and uh, Instagram. you like it. Yeah. At Day music. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave all the details below. And thanks, bro. I just want to say thank you. Shaka J everybody. Thank you. And God bless you, brother. Thanks, bro. <laughs> you guys are new here to this channel. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a like, it helps us uh, trigger that algorithm. Um, Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. Try and get that content out. Uh, Let's see who's next. This episode wouldn't have been possible without cyber1systems.com.au. I'll leave all the details around here, down below. I'll leave the link as well. Um, If you guys in Sydney or Australia wide need help with IT services, get in contact with them. They built me a computer so that I was able to, I'm able to edit all our content um, efficiently. If you need help with like web platforms or creating an app or developing something for your your brand, um, yeah, definitely get in contact with them. See you next time.